What's up, everybody? This is Impact Wrestling Superstar, All Ego Ethan Page, and you're listening to Ringside Podcast. You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Welcome to Ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling news, interviews, and opinions. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. Woo! You know what? You know what? You just made the list. Really? With Daniel Spencer. The jabroni beaten. Pie eaten. Jeremy Wallman. That I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And Eric Cornish. And I think that the spotlight should go on top of me. And now, let's ring the bell and start the show. Welcome to the Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer. I'm Jeremy Woman. And I'm Eric Cornish. And, oh my, did you hear that before the show, Eric? Thank you for including my name in all it's this. Like, it's about time. I've been I thought I was going to have to change month. my name to JK. Yeah, well, hey, look. <laughs> It, you know, we, we, we had to, it's one of those things where we, we officially said you're, you're part of the team and you're, you're the co-host now, but you know, it, you know, it's just one of those that it, we have to, you're certain levels, you know, you that probationary level. period. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I won't be tough. here next week. Sorry. <laughs> now that that's made. I'm out. It sounds like JK. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I guess you'll fit JK, right in. You, no, still nothing. <laughs> Hope he's doing well though, by the way. Yeah. By the way, real quick, uh, I want to put this out there. I do want to thank everybody who reached out um, through tweets, direct messages, text messages. I was overwhelmed with support from my dad. Appreciate that, all the prayers and thoughts, and everything worked. went went well. Good update um, with the open-heart surgery. So now it's just a road of recovery. So, again, I thank you for everybody, all the thoughts and prayers and good vibes sent my way. I was I was just again overwhelmed with the support, and I it just chose what a time like the day where we're living, where there's so much bad out there, and we're like constantly, what's going on with 2020? There is still so many good people in the world, and thank you for that. And I know Jeremy, um, you know you as well, dealing with uh, things with your father as well, and, yeah, and you've yeah. been getting a lot of support and stuff too. So I know you feel the same way, absolutely. And and the prayers they weren't for you; they were for your dad. It had nothing to do with you. I'm sure that's fine. I'm totally okay with that. I don't need. I'm. I'm. Per, I mean, I'll, I. I never turn away a prayer, but I'm perfectly okay with. Just it like you time. said, with all the Daniel Spencers in the world, there still are some good people like his dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh Boop, man, I thought I thought Eric coming on would be a good thing. It's it has be, been a good thing. It has. Me and Jeremy are like kindred spirits it, here, and we both, uh, you know, team up against you. It's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. it. <laughs> All right, guys. So, um, anyways, let's let's. I uh, wanted to touch base on that before we got started. So, again, appreciate it. So, yeah, yeah. man, a lot has gone on in wrestling. Um, I'm excited, though. I will say this. We'll, we'll throw this out there. We're getting a special guest next episode, and I am super pumped about our special guest. He's been on the show before, and um, you know, he is the current. We'll go ahead and say it is current OVW heavyweight champion. That is the one shotgun Tony Gunn. Pretty cool. Is, yeah, he's going to be here. He's going to. Uh, I talk can't about wait it. to welcome him to the podcast. Yeah, and you know what's great about it is that we're going to talk more about it probably in the next episode, probably a little bit here. But he's he made it again into the PWI 500. So. Deservedly so. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we'll touch base on that a little bit later in the show. But but uh, but yeah, so I'm excited. We'll, I'm, I'm sure we'll plug. He's on again. 
Um, so, guys, what um, this week, man, I tell you what. I already know what you need to name the episode, of the, uh, name this episode. Oh, really? It, it's, you may have seen it coming. <laughs> <laughs> you may have seen it coming. Because there was a lot of stuff this week that we talked about last. There was some stuff, you know, we, they really should hire us to write a lot of this stuff because it's pretty predictable to an extent. And what kills me, uh, I'm going to go on this tirade for just a moment and then we can get back to regularly scheduled programming. It kills me the amount of people that get on social media and that are like, oh my God, I can't believe that was going to happen. And then like we sat here and talked about it last week almost at nauseum about how that would be too apparent. There's no this and that. I, that just it grinds my gears. Well, I do want to say this. I do want to mention that just um, like you like uh, at the Royal, you're like, man, I never saw the Ed- I never knew Edge would come back. I'm like, I didn't yeah, see dude. that. What? Calm down. Like, calm dude. down. But then go back. <laughs> to the, we have audio proof that the week after, I was like, yeah, that wasn't a surprise though. Or we talked about the surprises. There was a lack of surprise, and you're like. Edge came back and nobody saw that. No, 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 no. That's probably where they got the tagline for the pay-per-views from listening to Ringside that episode. Well, no, what I stated was you you claimed that you already knew, but it was nowhere listed. They kept it very quiet that he was coming back. But you claimed you already knew, but that was Everybody was talking about it. So Uh, what specifically, what specific event are you talking about that we predicted? Because there were a couple things. Um... Well, that we would see Roman Reigns return, and we, we right. did see Roman Reigns we return. We did talk about that. But, of course, we talked about him being part of I still know, think he's going to. I still think. Interesting. Well, well and we'll get to more about what that. happened with Roman yeah. Reigns because so, there's a lot there. But the women's situation, I think we nailed yeah, perfectly. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing, too. Also, we recorded this before SummerSlam, or last week, as we said before. Uh, this episode actually is also being recorded before payback. Right. So again, it's easy for us to say that. Like our listeners are probably, like, oh yeah, sure, they recorded it before. <laughs> They're well, always right, and yeah. they did it before. Yeah, sure. Well, but we do that because usually we figure that we're going to say something that's completely off, and then it turns out to be whatever. But if, but honestly, honestly though, why would we talk about retribution being being revealed at SummerSlam when it wasn't? You know what I mean? Right. So, that's this. Um, Anyways, but um, but yes, there is a uh, there's going to be payback. It will probably really because we have a guest on next week. We probably really won't get into its payback until just when we talk generally about leading up towards whatever the next pay per view. And is. with the huge buildup we've had for payback, I mean, it's going to be. <laughs> I'm still confused. Why they go back to back? I don't like know that. why. Why did they even schedule it like that? I don't know. Especially when you don't have to book an arena. <laughs> no, I, the only thing I can think of is maybe Roman wasn't clear till this week. Maybe it was Why a. You think you think he was you know, you think he had a clearing problem? I think he. Just I, I think possibly be because the thing, the things that we heard, and again we talked about this last week, payback was booked the week after because there was going to be a, a world title change at SummerSlam that needed to be rectified at payback. So, but sure was. Fast forward, we we got the title for some reason the titles off of Braun onto Bray, and then who shows up? Roman. Now, here's the only thing that confuses me about that because if Roman showed up at SummerSlam, then he should have been able to wrestle at SummerSlam. I, I don't so think, the clearing I, yeah, thing probably is not an issue. I don't think, I don't think it it's clear. I, I, I like to talk out, yeah. things through, so I'm just trying yeah, to eliminate I, the things that. So that's probably not it. I have no idea why. I don't think he had to be cleared. There's nothing to be cleared from him. It was his decision to step away during this time while his wife had twins. So I don't think it was anything of that. I think it was just. And by the way, may, uh, unless. 
his new dentures he got. <laughs> Unless that <laughs> needed time veneers. to heal. It could have been. It could have oh, been. Veneers. Did you yeah. see just uh, Randy Orton just yeah. all over Duncan on him? I loved it. <laughs> but but here's sure. the thing, though, guys. Like Those guys do that uh, backstage and stuff anyway. So it's just, sure. it's just when it rolls up on social media, you're like, oh, he's getting you. But it's like. Guys, Roman, he probably did it in his face. Like, it's all, yeah. they don't care. Like, it's not because, oh, no, he's going to start a feud with him. I love when I see people go with the buzz on that online. Like, the feud's going to start. He's going to do that. Like, no, that's not it at all. It's just, they're just ribbing each I other. I didn't realize he even needed new teeth. Maybe that's what it's been all along. Maybe I've hated Roman because his teeth were jacked up, and I never knew it. But I thought, when, when I saw him, I immediately thought, Ferocious, like the teeth made him look more ferocious. I don't know. It was it just he looked? It's it, it's weird how something like that. And I'm look, I'm trying to go back and look at pictures and go, why? It, why? What did he need fixed? Yeah, you know. But I'm like, I'm looking at it, going, he looks different. And I think the key was he didn't have that stupid vest on, and hopefully he's not wrestling in it. We'll well, I, I hope he comes out in all new gear. I hope he's not wearing a shirt because dude's jacked. I mean, he doesn't need to wear anything covering him up. Right, well, I'm okay right. with like if he wore like a uh, the gimmick that Undertaker wears, like something like that. You know, where yeah. it's like a the thing is he doesn't need Undertaker does Undertaker's you know no, fifty even, years but, old and he needs it. Yeah, but he, he you're right, he doesn't need it. But at the same Jericho's time, Jericho's going to need it. Wouldn't too. it be? Wouldn't it be? Oh, Probably already needed it. Watch out, you'll get blocked by him. Wouldn't it be? Um, well, then I at least know why I got blocked. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know why Josh Matthews used to know why. I don't he's know began. why he blocked me. I don't know why Shawn Michaels blocked me. <laughs> But I, I guess I am going for the wrestling trifecta, so go ahead. <laughs> Would that be the trifecta? Blo- block yeah. it in, man. Would that be the trifecta, Jericho? I guess. Would that be one? Yeah, somebody from every Jericho, company. Shawn Michaels, and Josh Matthews. That's the wrestling trifecta. I, no offense, Josh Matthews. <laughs> until Dan, until Mister Delicious blocks me, that I'll have to do. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, by the way, ProWrestlingTees.com <laughs> slash Damon Spencer. Get yourself. Oh, cheap pop. <laughs> uh, yeah. Referee Damon Spencer t-shirt. Two of the juice from as of right now. All right. So, um, yeah. So, it. <laughs> I, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm just, yes, but him with completely out of shirt, though, wouldn't it be, like, too Uso-y? That, that's odd you say that because the first thing I, when he showed off, because he there was a point where he got in the ring and he was like, Arr! It showed off his teeth. I'm like, he looks like the Usos more now. Yeah. Well, what if, I, I mean. And it could have been he, his beard, too. What if back in FCW, oh. though, I mean, he was just straight up trunks. You know what I mean? Yeah, he didn't he even he didn't wear a singlet, did he? Didn't but, wear long pants. No. no, it was just straight up trunks. I, see, I don't want to <laughs> see him in trunks. I mean, I know all the ladies. How, how would you like to see him, Daniel? Well, let's let's talk about the the real the real big thing here is the fact that he's now a Paul Heyman guy. Oh, my God. I've been wanting this to happen for years. Yeah. This should have yeah, happened yeah. at WrestleMania. WrestleMania like n- n- a couple years ago when they were when he was going against Brock. Exactly. Like, they had the dying. special episode inside Titan Towers, I think it was, when when they got snowed in. Yeah. Yeah. And they recorded and that yes. next that next time we recorded, I don't remember which one of us said it, but we both definitely agreed we're like well, Paul needs to turn on Brock and, and go with and, Roman and back up Roman. Oh my gosh! I'm I'm sorry. I, I had been wanting this for years too, but me personally, I'm not sure it's not too late. He's already right. such a goody goody guy. No, it's not too late. You don't I'm think bored. it is? No, I'm on board. Perfect. Yeah. This is. Well, this we'll is, see. I mean, it would have been perfect. Look, any time this happens, it's like. Was it too late for Hogan when Hogan should have done it two years, three years before? No, it was perfect. It was you're right. Talk, it was you're the talking right. about Hulk Hogan and Roman Reigns. They, but again, they don't we were all in the same <laughs> sentence. But hold on, though. They, they, 
the whole today's the, other than John Cena, the person that that still draws the most is Roman. As much as we as much as we may not like the character, sometimes or we like the, we're okay with the man. As much as we don't like the character so much, he does draw. His name still has power. It's and, crazy. And I even sent a message to you guys during the pay per view when they showed that that PSA yeah. with Roman on it, talking all nice about the kids or whatever. And I was like, well, it's not Roman. And you know, as if like they're showing all this goodwill, there's no way he's going to come back and be you know a jerk and all this stuff. And boom, there it was. It was like they got us. But but they thing, got us. The thing about it is, is that he literally doesn't have to be a jerk though. He's got Paul Heyman to be the jerk. True. He can still just kick ass and take names, wreck everyone, and leave, and let Paul Heyman be the jerk. So that's what I like about the da- dynamic. And it's perfectly set up for when and if Brock ever does come back. Now all of a sudden you got a different dynamic and people might want to see that match again. Oh, that's going to be. Depending on what they how they set this up, are they going to be friends? Are they going to be enemies? We don't know. I I love it. I'm excited. It's almost got that whole uh, Brock and and Punk situation that happened at SummerSlam a few years ago. I still Um, feel like they did that. That could have been way better than it ended up being. They could have been teammates for a while, like legitimate working together teammates for a long time, and then. That's when the the jealousy set in and stuff like that. But that's in the past. Um, yeah, I am actually very, very interested in seeing what happens. I'm I'm curious as to whether or not he has any ties to uh, retribution. They have been saying the word retribution a lot. So I hope that we have a, a decent payoff here. Mm-hmm. I hope it's not a bunch of... I mean, part... Uh, again, talking this out you know, amongst friends and on the air... Uh, what what type of person would make sense to be the leader of Retribution? I think we got a sneak peek this week of the type of guy. We got a little bit of good news instead of bad news when Wade Barrett showed up to guest commentate for NXT. I think that would be too cool of an idea for them to run with it. Wade Barrett coming in? Probably, yeah. But if he was going to be the leader, I wish they would not have put him on as a guest commentator because it almost felt unnatural. They were like, and welcome in our, this week's guest commentator. I'm like, well, you've never had a other week's guest commentator. Like, what are we, what are yeah. we doing? What are we talking about? And we don't know what his status is with the NWA and all that stuff. I, I mean, he's he's going to be back, you know, again this week. But you know what what happens after that? I don't know. Again, I don't I don't know when this will air. But Super Two NXT will be on Tuesday this week instead of Wednesday. So as long as this is released Monday, we we can't be accused of getting that one right or wrong either. But Retribution hasn't attacked NXT. So that's what kind of has it in my head that maybe it's full of NXT guys, but I would love for it to be some guys that f- have felt, uh, you know, shoot or work wise, like they had been wronged and needed a s- retribution. Yeah, and he's one that it would fit. You're right. Absolutely, and and there's guys on other that you're hearing more and more. Like we we assumed when these guys left WWE and signed with other companies, they were exclusive long term contracts. But there's word coming out that. EC3 uh, is on a short-term contract with Impact and is able to work with other promotions. He, I think he debuts with Ring of Honor next week whenever they start recording again. Uh, Brian Myers is on a short-term contract. Zach Ryder, I don't know if he still is now, but as a... Matt Cordana, Mark Cordona. No, I'm never going to call him that. Zach Ryder... Name, well, okay. if he comes in the studio one day, I'll call him Matt Cardona. But Zach Ryder is on a, was on a short-term looking to convert it to long term. So we never know if the idea the whole time was, hey guys, y'all go do a little work outside. 
And then when when we feel comfortable bringing everybody back in, we'll bring. I mean, how cool would that be to have yeah. Matt Cardona and I, and Wade Barrett, and then some of the other uh, Heath Slater and some of the other old members and, of. And we could still go back to Punk. We talked yeah. about Punk. If Punk was the leader of the group, and guys like Wade Barrett. Rusev, yeah. you know, guys like this come back, and then it's these are all guys that do want retribution. Now, are they smart enough to do that? Yeah, I mean, I don't we don't know, but we do know one thing. We do know is that the NWA has been really cool about lending their talent out to other promotions. We've seen Eddie Kingston and Ricky Starks and Thunder Rosa on on uh, on Dynamite. They've let Wade, but Stu Bennett, Wade Barrett on NXT. So they're trying to do things kind of old school still if you will because that's what they would do back in the day they would let their talents uh, i can't tell you how many times i saw jerry lawler in the awa or uh or over there in uh whatever it was the uh in texas Texas yeah yeah world class championship but they were facing the same situation that everybody's facing now yeah wwf was the was the company and you did have at that time you still had the NWA, but you know then you had companies like AWA that used to be huge. Going, we got to do something with this. Well, hey, Memphis, you want to partner with us? Yep, and like yep. Fritz, do you want to partner with? And so, which that, is what you've been alluding to is that exactly. everyone should come to work together and 100%. Do, do. Which I think you're seeing that. I mean, like you said, NWA uh, doing things that are in impact, doing things in New Japan and possibly Ring of Honor. Not sure. I'm not. I know. I know. I'm at an impact. It doesn't mean I'm given. We know about the New Japan thing because of the Good Brothers, but uh, Ring of Honor is not unsure. But the, no, EC3's that. already announced that he's, he's. I know, but I'm saying EC3. But we're not. I'm saying the company in, in general. Fair. Um, and then NWA as well. You know, could could there be some connection there? I don't know. I mean, you got you got a lot of former guys. Uh, you know, from. Um, you know, with with the been an impact before in the past. And, and listen, so. if you if you do that, and you did give them Thunder Rosa, and we get, and I don't know what the contract situation is, but it looks like I, I know they signed um, they signed some of these guys. I don't know Ricky Starks. I don't know you know, but some of the other guys that you said. But if they're just lending them this talent. You don't think that they're going to get some talent lent back to them when they start taping again? Well, How fair. cool would it be to see like? FTR go over to NWA. How cool would it be to see you know Cody show up and challenge? Well, the same with yeah. you know with, uh, with Pillman Jr. I mean, in MLW is letting him do AEW, OVW. Um, yeah, you know, I, that's the other guy I was thinking of was Pillman because we saw in a week's time frame we saw him in three different promotions. Yeah, just killing it. And he's right, and he's not officially signed anything exclusive. And unless he signed, and honestly though. Unless he signs with AEW or WWE, which you know I don't see WWE doing anything right now, they're not in, uh, yet. But if he signs with AEW, AEW will probably let him finish out his bookings for the rest of the year, so he'll still be able to do a few things. And a lot of them guys still do work for like stuff like Warrior and um, Warrior Wrestling right. in Chicago or Black Label Pro and right. stuff like that. So he might be able to do some things, and probably even OVW, unless they, because they have TV, they say no. But um, for the most part, unless he signs with WWE, he's going to be able to do little things like that. So why not work things out? Usually, the way the contracts worked, even with Ring of Honor back in the day, um, Impact was a little. It's getting more like that too. It's all. It's called, and you've known this with Al. Talk about it, it's called first right to refusal. Exactly. So you're allowed to work other companies and work outside bookings as long as we don't need you. Yeah. Right. If they need you first, up. Oh, sorry, you gotta you gotta cancel that booking, and that's why a card is always subject to change because. You can have so and so on the card, and all of a sudden, hey, 
no, sorry, we need this person for this 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 show, and they got to pull out. But usually, they they get to be the company will let them make it up, obviously, and they'll make it up mm-hmm. and whatever. So, yeah, that's uh, yep. so it's interesting. It, it is a it is a dynamic right now we're living in. NWA is not running because of COVID. To me, well, they're not running because of COVID and the fact that the guy that was running things, a yeah. ex friend of mine, got cut up in a huge. I'll, I don't want to say friend. An ex-acquaintance of mine uh, got caught up in a huge, which we don't know what's true and what's not true, and I don't, I don't ever want to condemn anybody for something that I don't know whether or not they did. But that took them a huge step back because he, I think he was in charge of creative, so that kind of just like, all right, let's find somebody new, but that also fits the ideology of what NWA Power really was about, which they really, really got old school wrestling and he was really good at it so uh, so was billy so i don't think that's that's it's over and it's gone i think it's no it's i don't think a, it's over either. i hope it doesn't take I, I enjoyed power almost as much as i enjoyed uh lucha underground but yeah so covid and then right that happened so it probably pushed them back a little further than when they wanted to come on but i think they're in the process of kind of revamping yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if in the next couple months they announce some kind of big show to come back yeah. bring in in georgia again you know it's always it's been one of the hotbeds anyway <laughs> this covid stuff so obviously it's going to take a little bit longer yeah they've been more lenient so i would i would not be shocked to see them come back sooner than later but uh, i just want everybody to be safe so as long as they can come back safely that's all that matters to me absolutely so um yeah, so I would be happy to see, but on the whole retribution thing, back to that. I mean, just like it would be cool to have Rusev, Punk, all these people that have been had their problems and get retribution come back. That would be great. Yeah. Even even, you know, bringing Ma- Mike Bennett. Although Mike Bennett did put something out there but he's the one i don't think's happening yeah no no, no, no. <laughs> i know he's, i'm just i'm just giving sure yeah sure um, ring of honor has been doing some promo work that's uh, that has exclusively featured him and maria here as of late so i'm not and, sure and he made the challenge to nick aldis uh that right. looks like that's happening on september the 15th which that'll be a cool match too absolutely absolutely so yeah so a lot lots going on so now um um it let's talk a little bit about um you know some other stuff that happened uh, in at SummerSlam with the ladies, as we said, we kind of predicted, guys. So what? We uh, didn't kind of predict it. We we nailed that one on the head. <laughs> and, we, and, and to be fair, we weren't the only ones because I saw a lot of people kind of predicting that it would go this way. And that yeah, but we were. They listen. See this. This is where you in, in, in this bit. Like I'm talking to somebody. That don't know what they're doing. Look, look, kid. Look, in kid. this business, <laughs> hey, kid. We take credit for everything we can. So That's they true. listened to Ringside Podcast first. And then they were like, well, that sounds like a good idea, so I'm going to run with it. But what we didn't do was was kind of explain how, how the finish should have been. Because <laughs> I still think the finish was a little wonky on the two. I, I see what they did with it, yeah. you know, using the same deal. But mm-hmm. I, the second finish I didn't think was so much of a quote-unquote screw job or like, you know. But, but okay, They so just here, both kind of got out of the way. <laughs> here's what we said last week. We said um, that... Was Sasha's match being first? Bailey's match was Bailey's first. Bailey's match so being first. Helped that, Bailey. that Sasha would help her. She took the bullet for her as they were. Took the bullet. Saying. Bailey would retain her title, and then later in the night, Bailey would try to help, and she did. She tried to assist Sasha almost in the exact same manner, but screwed. She ran out of the way, right? Right. She so didn't she want didn't to take, take the bullet. bullet. And but Sasha didn't take it either, so that true. was that was the thing. That, that was the, the that was the thing, thing that was off for me. But it still got what accomplished what needed to be accomplished, and uh, and I like that they still tease the, you know, the tension there, just little by little, slow burn on it, 
Um, and then I did like the little comment, I think it was on SmackDown, um, where it, it, I think they said something to Big E. Is that what it was? Yeah. Where it was like, yeah, you, you know, not everybody can handle two championships at once, you know, and just the little thing like that. And you just see Sasha's eyes like, look, you know, it's just slow burn. I like it. So since we were, and I'm not really sure how slow it's going to be because I fully expect tonight. For them to lose, for Sasha to cost them to lose their tag team championships on purpose, setting, up, putting that into full blown uh, feud mode between sure. the two, and we'll we'll know that by the time this airs. So absolutely, uh, but then, then but we did record. The, I want to re, you know reiterate this is being recorded before payback. We don't watch the shows then do the, then pretend like we didn't know what was going on. The only thing I don't like about that and Except that's Daniel. you know that you've got the the two people that are kind of at odds with the tag team championships and then if they would lose it it's going to be again on two other people who are at odds right. and Nia and uh, Shayna who you know that's that's way overdone. So and right now it looks like every tag team male and female in WWE are all at <laughs> odds right now. What is going on? Like they tease tension between Lucha House Party, yeah. tease tension between Cesaro and uh and and Nakamura like what What's going on? Is it's it almost like that annoying. You remember how back in the day where we you you'd get to you'd come right up to a big pay per view, and the tag champions would fight the two guys that were main event in the pay per view, right. and those two guys would win the titles for a week yeah. and then drop them. It's just like uh, it only happened like twice. But, but then you got uh, what like and, four times Andrade. Happened. I mean, they're yeah. fighting with each other. Like literally every tag team right now except for well, like take heavy ta- machinery <laughs> it's like well you don't know uh, what they do at the day they might fight over the last might. piece of steak uh but with that being said according to ftr they don't take tag team serious uh wrestling well, serious uh, anyway so them and the good brothers according Remember. to me who's watched wrestling for 35 years i would agree agree yeah. so <laughs> it, it's it's been a long time like i i was talking to my brother about that the other day we kind of took it for granted growing up see when when you were able to tune in and on one given week you could watch the Islanders and the Heart Foundations and the Bulldogs and the Killer Bees and the Rougeos and the Powers of Pain and Demolition and I'm probably forgetting a ton of them. Hey. The Bushwhackers. I mean, you could watch that and they you didn't get tired of watching 10 different tag teams during one week of programming. You're like, okay, Well, but also cool. everything was, everyone had different characters, everyone had yeah. different things, everyone had different gimmicks, and they didn't, they didn't, they didn't have tension, they were a team. Until um, it was time to break, break them away. Yeah. Right, right. Because there was always the one guy that, out of every tag team that you were like, all right, that one's going to be the star, and well, the other one's going to be the, the genetti. The, the Road Warriors never broke up. I mean, there, yeah. there was a time where Hawk had his issues, and Animal mm-hmm. went on and got a new partner for a time period, but for the most part, they were they were never right. like we're going to go on the singles division, and the same really happened with with Harlem Heat too. It's just that Stevie Ray got injured, and they decided to they decided to put Booker right. in that situation. Right. But before before him and him and his brother Booker was a star was a was a single star before he brought in his brother. Anyways, yeah. back in the day. Well, I mean, so. look at Rock and Roll Express, except for maybe the one year where there was the York Foundation. I mean, they they've been a team. Yeah. The entire time, and they're still. Uh, yeah, selling still places out, still it's selling awesome. places out. But the, again, just right off the top, the I forgot Strike Force, the Brainbusters, the Rockers. I mean, we could go on and on. That was the time. It they really, in my opinion, and I think you may agree with me. I don't know if you do or not. I think they need to unify the tag championships. Yeah, 
because there's there's only about six tag teams anyway. Well, it's worked great for the women, so why not? Yeah, it's you know let them go show to show. And maybe that's what they're maybe that's what they're going to. They're breaking up all these teams. They're going to have bring the, they're going to have one tournament, and then like you're going to see either new teams or teams that are actually team teams come back or whatever, and that's it. It's your tag team division. Yeah. Everyone else that's not everybody needs to go show to show, but the, why not the champions? I'm I mean, fine with that. Shinsuke and Cesaro are great single stars. Just move them on. Sasha and Bailey. I mean, technically, are single stars. You move, you know, just things like that. You just you now just, see the women's division needs two championships because there's 20 great athletes, and you can't. But there's only six tag teams, so why why not unify those championships? Keep the other. You know, it, it's just to me, it's just it's mind blowing. These, these people are are wrestling geniuses, and and can't see like what. No pun intended. I'm not John Cena and you right now, but they can't see the fact that that's that's just needed. That's to well, me, it's, it's not, needed. It's not something that they're they're focused on. It's 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 for years. I think, um, you know, from what I heard in interviews, I think the whole their version their 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 vision of tag team, at least there as in the hit the top executive, except maybe Triple H. They're just not. They're just that's not their their cup of tea. It's kind of a a extra thing they have to throw people on and, uh, and get them TV time. I mean, I really, I think that's what it is. And that's what we've seen. It's not that old tag team division like it used to be. And maybe, maybe, maybe it'll change. It's not like I doing hope so, it. because I, I, I legitimately loved tag team wrestling and the minor things, just like them coming out in the same unit, the same gear. Yeah. That's how you knew it was a tag team. All these throw together, even as much as I love Cesaro and I'm lukewarm about Nakamura. They're not tag team champions to me. Well, you know where you you know where you can see great tag team match and great tag teams and great tag team uh, stuff. You can see it right on Impact Wrestling because if you watch Impact, all the tag teams there are tag teams. They have great matches. They're they're not breaking tension between everybody. They they're they're solid, and then you get solid matches out of them, and they don't bury the refs. So yeah, well that's what I was gonna say. AEW's got a lot of good tag teams, but then you said the bury the ref thing, and I, yeah, yeah. So that's why I threw that in there. So we can <laughs> say the impact is, is is is. So, but when you say that the AEW, do you mean two man tag teams, four man tag teams, five man <laughs> tag teams, six well, man tag teams? Yeah, that's 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 the one thing I wish that they would scale back on a little bit. And of course, this week again, another big four on four match. You know. Well, with tag teams teamed and up, then at, but the be- at the beginning you'll see their record in in eight man tag matches. So it's it's like, yeah, can't wait for all those championships to come out. So um, we kind of we started on one tangent, went on another, which is fine. But let's talk. Have you have y'all seen this this um, Ryan Satin and Jim Cornette uh, situation that's happened? <laughs> I have yes. not. Yeah, I on the Twitter. Yeah. On no. The Twitter? Um, basically, um, Jim Cornette uh, calls out. Um, Tony Khan um, um, for asking people not to cuss and say it's not censorship or whatever. And well, I think it started out with Ryan, didn't it? I can't remember. I think it started out with Ryan. Yeah, it did. I, Ryan compared basically, you know, fans getting mad about WWE coaching their Thunderdome people. Yeah, into what what to do, comparing that with. Tony Khan coaching the fans and saying, don't make, you know, explicit chants or whatever. And then Cornette jumped in there. And, and I've got to say, on this one, I kind of agree with Cornette because it is different. That, that, that is different. Yeah. Be- because if the network is saying, we don't want the fan, you can, you can say the explicit words from your talent, which I don't get, I, but, yeah, but the crowd can't chant it. 
um, that if that's what the network's telling you, well, then that's what you got to do. And you got and he as an owner is coming up and telling people, hey, this is what we've been told. Don't do this. Right. On the other hand, um, that's that's something completely different. If you want to be in this Thunderdome, if you want to be part of this broadcast. Well then, yes, this is what we need you to do. We don't have to let you be a part of this. Yeah, I'm, and I think that's what Cornette was saying. So I mean, he, was defending, he was defending. He was He was defending Tony Khan, which is odd because he never does. So yeah. he was defending Tony Khan, uh, but that's the promoter. But and then the, it got personal uh, between the two. It of did. Them. <laughs> well, because and honestly, you know, I mean, it seems like Ryan took it personal. He went ahead and said, uh, "Sounds like you woke up at a cranky moon after a clucking session." So. <laughs> And then I don't think it was what, clucking. <laughs> well, no, 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 it was, it was no. chicken. But well, <laughs> I think uh, he was talking more about hot tubs and stuff. He was, yeah, but that's what he called, yeah. Um, and that's what it turned into, and they they went on. But then, but then, what's funny is that uh, I don't know why, but um, Satin's girlfriend decides to tweet at him and says, "Hey, I'm this is Ryan's hot girlfriend. Thought I'd pop him real quick, let you know he had sex with me five times this week. Like, what? What does that matter?" <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, it, it's just it's just crazy how it got, gets all personal. Like that's what I don't understand. Like one thing about social media is like, why can't people? And I don't get it. It just seems to happen more in this generation of anything. But why can't y'all just have? Y'all can go back and cuss at each other and say you're wrong, you you mf or whatever. Back and forth, call each other names, whatever. But why does it always got to turn into personal? And then why does one side? You know, I'm surprised none of them blocked each other yet. Um, but it's like I, I don't get it. Like, why? Why can't you just have a discussion? And then when, when you when one's wrong, just say, okay, well, I, I you know, and go this on. Can, this can go so much further beyond wrestling at this point oh, yeah. in our world right now. It's just nobody nobody can have their own opinion on anything without everybody else just knowing that yeah. their opinion is not a fact. And it's uh, the whole world is like that right now. Well, yeah, but it's but it's but. Yeah, I, I don't, uh, I don't understand. But anyways, it, it was an interesting take. I do like, to, I do like to sit there and eat my popcorn and watch some of this, though. Yeah, oh, you yeah. know, it is, it is fun um, on that as well. So, um, uh, by the way, uh, um, you know, we we do have to mention, um, bring up, um, you know, sad uh, wrestling uh, news. We lost another, another, another legend in the in the wrestling world this week as uh, Bullet Bob Armstrong uh, passed away. Uh, the father of um, Road Dog Jesse James and Scott Armstrong. So, um, and the whole Armstrong and Steve, family. Don't forget so. Steve. Steve, yeah, Steve, Steve as well. The, the whole Armstrong family. Like it's it's um, you know thoughts and prayers uh, to the family and um, uh, for that. I mean that's a wow. What a he a Hall of Famer too. So yeah. for sure, glad. It's one of those things where I'm glad. This is one of those pa- that I'm when you see this, like man, I'm glad that he got his Hall of Fame recognition in person. You know, before where there's some that pass away, and you're like, man, they never made it to the Hall of Fame or never, you know, they never got to see that, have that moment. So yeah, he got to be there with his sons, and I thought that yeah. was really cool. Yeah. I mean, w- watched his induction again, and um, just so much respect for him in the business. Mm-hmm. And actually, just watched, went back and watched the very first episode of uh, TNA, and forgot that he was on that. Mm. He was the very first ever TNA broadcast. He was one of the legends that came to the ring uh, in the opening segment. and um, But just, I mean, for years, everybody has just respected Bob Armstrong. And, of course, all of his sons, you know, they, they had their place in, in wrestling. but And nobody as successful as the youngest there who still continues to run things uh, down in NXT there with Road Dogg. So um, um, I know they all... Um, Definitely gonna miss that that guy, and and he'll he'll be remembered fondly in the wrestling business. No doubt. 
Uh, also, um, we noticed uh, or we saw we kind of Renee Young uh, did officially leave WB, which is and she's now back to the Renee Brocret name. Uh, Still and, doing uh, backstage though. Well, she's with so Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's well, I know Fox. a lot of people that were like, "Well, we'll never see her again." I'm like, eh, until she quits Fox, you'll see her there. No, she's she, her deals. She has two deals. Her WB deal she gave it to. She's still with Fox, so yeah, she'll still do things with WB, but uh, through Fox only, uh, which is probably goes to show you um, that contract is probably better than yeah. uh, she was probably making. Uh, which Fox does have the big the big billions, and they wanted that's that's who they wanted anyways. When they came in, they wanted Renee, right? They wanted Renee and Punk, and that's well. The know. thing for me anyway during these the COVID times, which are different times. She can still go see, be with her husband and, and do backstage remotely like she has been with Fox. There's a lot of stuff WWE-wise that keeps her away from her husband. I mean, they I know they're not like newlyweds or anything, but I mean, as far if you count newlyweds like just married within the five years and, and you've been away from your husband for like two years almost or however long it's been, I don't blame her at all because she, now she'll be able to spend time with her family and still do her backstage stuff until... They go back to the studio, and then you know, then of course, but you know, she's able to spend personal. Time. Like again, we don't know that that's the reason why, but you can only speculate in that, in that manner, and and that's that's a good enough reason for me for her to have to leave. The WWE's in great hands with Charlie, yeah, like we spoke last week. She does stuff on ESPN. Uh, my my future my future baby mama ex my future ex wife uh, Kayla Braxton. Uh, <laughs> Well, and you know, we said is also very, very capable. <laughs> yeah. so. Are you going to fight with your brother on that? Because I think it was his girl, wasn't it? <laughs> Let's, we'll, we'll talk about that at a different time. Uh, we and, and we talked about last week, and I think I mentioned this that you know you got to think when you got a couple like that. We we know what Moxley's feelings are about WWE. He's expressed them over and over again. You got to think as a couple. Sometimes you have similar opinions. I, I'm going to take that back just a little bit because <laughs> if, if you see the way that her her leaving was was done and how much they respect her and she respects them you know i mean yeah she probably does agree with the stuff that they did to him and doesn't but they're two separate people and i mean you can just tell the respect they have for her by the way that they let her say goodbye you know what i mean yeah and, and from but but that's the weird thing about it because they did the same thing with dean's the only person that's ever left well that's and they true. did a special yeah. pay-per-view for him that's true you're right they did and then do that. he pooped all over them <laughs> I'd say it in another well, word yeah, that I they think- allow on air on on dynamite, but that's not just not my character. And they, he's pooped all over them, and they've never given that kind of special treatment to anybody going out. Well, but but they did kind of uh, they did at the end. They here's the thing though: they gave him a special whatever they did, but they also kind of like forcing to be at these events when he's still under contract when he would have never been at these. You mean house they shows. made him earn his money? That is no horrible. But, but hold on though. He already made his his whatever his guarantee is, so they paid him instead of paying him the normal pay. He got the he got the extra amount. If you heard on Jericho's pocket, he got the extra amount. What extra makes, which was like less than five hundred dollars to do that show, uh, at where he did the, and they did the special on on the Shield. Yeah, um, to, I mean, I know a lot of people are complaining about that, but they gave you a spec. They these people that haven't hardly given anybody anything like that dedicated two hours on a Sunday night, wherever it was, I don't remember now, and 
featured you, knowing you were leaving for their rival. I, I, I agree. I mean, you you know, I what, see what you're saying. You got to be grateful for something. You can't uh, no, just be money I, hungry, ingrate it, it, all the it time. It ain't a money hungry thing. That's, I see what you're saying. Like no, it, it's one of those where you're you're done, you're leaving, and it's like it's a it's a. They didn't even give Jericho. According to him, it's a control situation. It's like, we still control you. We're making you show up here when normally they would have never cared if he showed up and did whatever they did. Did he win in the main event that night? I don't remember. I, I, it was some kind of – it was a shield thing. It yeah. was right. Like, and they still, won. I, I agree. They it's didn't not, him. Usually what they'll do is either they'll forget you and just take you off TV and you'll be gone forever. Matt Hardy. Or, like they did or, Matt Hardy. Or they'll do what they did to Matt Hardy or they'll do with somebody else with a bring you out, beat you in a couple minutes, even if you haven't been on TV in a long time. But, you could, but they, couldn't yeah. bury, they couldn't bury him because then they buried the shield. So they had – so. You had two guys that were saying so his dynamic was completely different from a Matt Hardy or whoever else that they're just letting. Well, they didn't have to make him the Shield again. I mean, no. it, I feel like no, they no, just no. kind of I, threw I, that together at the I, end. It's yeah, one of those. They th- were not currently in the Shield when that happened. It's one of those things. There's twofold to this. It's a control aspect of it, but it also is a. Are you sure you want to leave? Because we're you know why go to this other company that's going to you know we're the best there is. We're giving you you know we're we're lifting you up with a. But at the same time, he didn't want to work. He was done. He was ready. His guaranteed dates were done. But because he still, because they turned it into a taping, it became TV, and he's required to be there. That's how they did. Normally, that he would have never showed up to this house show. That's that's. They kinda, gave him the privilege of having his own send off instead of doing what they did to Matt Hardy. I would I, just be I, grateful I, look, for that, even if I was frustrated. To no extent with the company I was working for, if they gave me my own private send-off that they've never done for any other talent in the history of the WWE, which baffles me why he deserved one anyway, I would just be grateful but see, that I was out of there. Okay. I'm, All right. Well, here's the thing. You you haven't been in that situation. I haven't I been, have in, the been situation. in that situation. Not, not at that extent, but I have been in that situation. Not in that situation. You haven't been where it's where it's where it's you don't know dealing with something where you hate it to go. You hate it to be. You're, you're it's called a two weeks notice, brother. You give so, your notice and then you work for the two weeks, even though you don't want to be there. Well, it, it's not. It wasn't a notice like that. It was just he didn't resign. I know, so but I'm just saying that's how you equate it to so, us common folk that aren't in the business like you. So no, it's not about that. So it's just you don't under you don't know the deals, the things he had to go through in those last year or two years or whatever he was miserable to go through there. Where therefore he did not want it, but. He showed up and did it. So the fact of the matter is, yeah. is that you're well, like sure. he should be grateful. Well, he showed up and did it. If he if he it, he didn't walk out at the day after the day after a Royal Rumble on a Raw and leave and say I'm never coming back and then wait and then make a big deal when he got fired on his wedding. Right? No, no, I no. no. Now so, that's more of a control thing. I right. where he sees it as a control thing. I don't I don't agree with that only because of what Jeremy said about yeah. I mean nobody else has got that kind of treatment before and. If it was a control thing, yeah, it, he would. They would just have him work a house show, or whatever that's not on TV. But they put out. him on TV, yeah, and 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 featured him. I think that's a little bit different for for some reason. And I completely forgot about that when we first brought but, that uh, up. But also, also I've talked to some other people that have been let go, and also when they were there, they would get mad because they would get told, "Oh, you're needed for TV," and they would go show up for TV, and they would get there, and they're like, "Oh." They didn't use them, and all they did was just sit around eat catering and with their dick in their hand the whole day. So you know, did they get paid? Uh, they get paid regardless of there or not. Okay. That's the thing that people don't understand. You have you get paid whether you work or not. There so why go. show up? Why on a Christmas weekend 
get brought in on Christmas to go do go go to TV and then not even be used just to be there when they could have been at home with their family on Christmas when they originally were supposed to be and at the last minute said, hey, here you go, you're going to be there. And they show up and they're like, what? And so it's things like that too that you got to remember that it's frustrating. They, yeah, I mean, it's probably frustrating, but you still got a paycheck at the end of the week, so be but they, grateful. But, but they would have got a paycheck regardless. That, that's, where I, that's where I think people forget is when you have contracts certain things, you're getting, you're, on sell, you're getting paid regardless. When they tell you you're showing up here, you go show up. But it's like you expect to do something. Like why at the last minute? Like if I came to you, Eric, and say, "Hey, you know, la- last minute we're recording a podcast." All yeah. right, cool. You show up, and then I say, "You're here." And, oh, by the way, we went ahead and recorded with someone. We we didn't need you now. Do You're I still here. get my paycheck at the end of the week? Yes, but you would have got your. <laughs> but also, you would have got your paycheck whether you showed up or not. It's just you had plans for dinner with your family. And it's going to be you the same. It. Yeah, no, no, I get. Yeah, that. I, I now I, I hate to move it. I don't know what direction you're sending us, but since we're talking about this guy, we might as well go yeah. to the the list, right? Okay, sure. He's at the top of the list, right? Yeah. PWI five hundred. <sighs> y'all, don't, y'all don't want my comments on this matter. You, John Mox would be number one. Yeah. That. I, I don't want to disrespect any. I, I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna speak on that because so, that was it, to me. Actually, so I'm gonna go ahead and speak. That's why you said you you like push my buttons in a positive way, and that's what our, I like about it's, you. It's already being pushed, so I figured we'd just go there. The thing is, is that this guy is not the best wrestler in the world. This was absolutely a Tony Khan throwing his money at PWI, saying just vote one of my guys number one, and uh, it, it's my champion. Just do that. He's not. There is nothing about. He's not a bad wrestler. I've never said, "Oh, I don't like John Moxley because of his wrestling." I've said, "I don't like his character." That's fine. Not everybody's gonna like every character, but he's not even the best wrestler in AEW. See, that's what I like about this table. You can get some Jesus pounds. Like he's not the best wrestler in AEW. Now, I'm, let alone well, the world. Well, I'm gonna agree with you on some of that there. I don't think Tony Khan's throwing his money. I think okay, this is Peter. Now, again, this list every year, it's it's made so people can have this conversation and True. argue and whatever. But I I knew on their first year it was they were gonna put somebody AEW number one. They had to do that. Yeah. Now, Moxley's a champion, it makes sense. Just put him there number one. I don't think I think to to be honest with you, I think it should have been Cody. I think Cody should have been number one. Ooh. Uh, I think Cody has been the MVP for AEW. I don't disagree with that, but he's also been showcased on television every week, whereas everybody else hasn't. So well, that's, and that's just part of it, right? Right. Well, and when you're EVP, you can book yourself however sure. you want, however you want to. I, I I will say this: the only thing I disagree with is Adam Cole should have been number one, and Cody should have been number two. And and that's where I don't think we're too far off on our opinions no, of Cody Rhodes. Uh, I. Speaking of him, love, 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 loved the way he went off of TV. He he sold that like a champ. Uh, he he passed on the, the championship like a pro, and uh, I can't wait to see what that. But I feel like I could name ten wrestlers that were better than 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 Dean. Am- I'm not going to call him by that name. I, just so y'all know, it's not just a gimmick. He's been John and Moxley before he was Dean Ambrose. I don't care. I'm, actually, remember, I'm a WWE guy, so I'm going to no, refer right. to him as a WWE. The, Dean is not the number one wrestler, or Moxley. I, I'll appease you. John is not <laughs> the number one wrestler in the world. He's not the number one wrestler on AEW. He. 
but he got that accolade. So congratulations to him. See, I kept it. I kept it classy. Yeah, that's for the good. most part. I, you know, I. But I'm I'm with you on that one. I I think he belongs in the top ten. Sure, um, number one. No, I would I would have put Cody there. But I, but I think I'm with you. Adam Cole is fine near the top. One or two. Cody and Adam Cole, um, and and Jericho being near the top. I like that too. Um, that, that's what I'm. There's like I could name five guys that, that are better wrestlers than him in AEW. Once you get past the top twenty, maybe it's just like let's let's see who plug else people we can in. Get yeah, you know. Uh, that's what I feel like, and it's nice to see guys like we mentioned earlier. You know, Tony Gunn getting in there, and and guys like Maximus Khan and Maxie and Paler. They in, they included women in there this year. Yeah, um, uh, which I think Kylie Ray was the highest ranked of all the women. Seventy eight. Kind of cool. Was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> cool, but at the same time, <laughs> Becky Lynch. I'm just saying. You know, Becky Lynch should have been top ten. Period. Overall. Uh, and also our guy, well, my guy. I don't. I know Daniel used to be on the receiving end of a lot of his kicks, but my guy, I, I've I've called him my guy, the Trinidad tri- uh, Titan, Justin Smooth. Even though he's not actively wrestling on OVW right now, is he? No. You know, I'm I'm behind a little bit because of the the COVID. Um, he made the list, and that's a guy that a lot of people, a lot of people criticized him. In you know, said he. He probably should quit wrestling, and you know he made the top five hundred hundred list. I will say this: I did like Kofi coming in there at uh, in near the top. At least you know he was he was up there. Yeah, it was. I think he was what four last year. Let's play too high, too low, or just right. So let's name off the top ten. We'll, we'll give our opinion. We won't say anything other than too high, too low, just right. Okay, uh, I can I can go with that. So. We know the the number one was too high. <laughs> I mean, I, it's fine. Whatever. I'm I'm I'll go with you. Too high, but just barely. Just barely. Um, then we got uh, number two was uh, Drew McIntyre, right? No, no Adam Cole. Oh, Adam, Adam Cole. Cole. That's right. Yeah, yeah, Adam Cole. So of um, course, if I thought Mox was too high, I think Cole's too low. But I, he could also be about right. I'm gonna say nah, I'm gonna say just right. I'm gonna okay. say just right. Yeah, yeah. So one, here we go. One Moxley, two Co. Um, number three was Chris Jericho, which too high for me. Well, I know you're not a Jericho. No, no, it has nothing to do with that. It's he again. There's so many other guys that, are, and he's doing. <clears throat> let me say this about Jericho, which I've always been a Jericho fan. I've I've never like paid money to go hang out with them like other people here have, but. I, I, I do like Chris Jericho. My thing is, is he's not even wrestling that much, uh, si- that many singles matches right now. And when he is, he's wrestling like gimmicked matches. So it's not like pure wrestling to me. So to it me, doesn't, it doesn't need to be. That's the thing about a wrestler. You don't have to wrestle. It's it's the whole package. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say just right on this, only because I think even Jericho, though I think Cody is probably above Jericho a little bit. I do think both of them; those are the two that would be above Moxley for a for AEW's roster, in, in my opinion. Number That's four fair. is Drew McIntyre, which could easily be one or two. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to go just right because, like you said, yeah. if he's right there on the cusp of where he, because for me he'd be number three. So that's that's. So I'm going to change Cole. I said he was too low, but he's just about right for a breakout year. I'll yeah. I'll say just right. Uh, I. Honestly, I can't even pronounce this number five's name. Uh, so uh, let's be honest with you. Uh, is it Naito? Naito? Naito. Naito? Naito. Too high. 
too very high. too high because I, I've seen his matches and stuff, but I'm not a fan. He doesn't do it, and I'm not into the strong style as much. Right. So uh, now he was kind of a surprise champion too. I don't think anybody really expected him to just right. jump up the top that quick. So. Um, now number six, not obviously because this is five. This one's got to be six, or, or, or because of what ha- because of how he the matches he had with him. But Okada, Okada, uh, too low know. because he's better than 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 the guy in front. I, of I know, him. but because the guy in front of him beat him, that's uh, defeated him. That's kind of it makes sense why they would put you know absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, because if they did the other, they'd be like, well, he defeated him. Why is he ranked higher? Um, number seven is Cody Rhodes. I'm okay with him being in the top ten, but I do think I would be fine if he was five or six. Yeah, even. too low. Same. Too low, in my opinion. Uh, number eight is Seth Rollins. Now, he was number one last year, so he dropped to eight. I still would put him in the top five because what he's done, besides knocking up the man, what he's done <laughs> is bit, like he's re, he's started a new character. He's transitioned. He's actually worked. To, he's actually shown that he. Yes, it's top, but he's allowing others to have that platform, as in Drew McIntyre or whatever, while he's working other angles in, in the what we call mid-card. Right. And he's doing a phenomenal job, and he still must see television. Yeah. I know not everybody likes this Monday Night Messiah gimmick. I love it. Oh, it's brilliant. I, I think it's good, and I he's made the most out of it because think of how many disciples they've thrown through there that worked and didn't work and got hurt and all this other stuff. I He's made the most of it. And as long, the only thing I wish he would do is quit crossing his eyes when he's when he's intense because it it looks goofy. It doesn't it does. look intense. And guess what? He's one of the only ones that was trusted to be in the ring with someone as green as Dominic. Oh, yeah, and, and amazing. And, and, I mean, and, what and a carried great. him all the way through. So, so we got to remember. And also, shout out to Adam Cole too because yes, even though Pat McAfee Holy has crap. has. Trained for two years with Rip Rogers and some of the others in our in our and uh, Turbo, Turbo Floyd, yeah. But and and so, granted, he's got the skill, but at the same time, kudos to Adam Cole for helping carry him that match because yes, it, you need a good veteran like that to be able to walk yeah. you through, which is why so many great people has had so many great matches with the one and only John Cena. Anyways, I, just, <sighs> I hate you. You just did that on part. <laughs> Seth will be my number four though. Um, so too low. Too low. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say just right on Seth, but I yeah. I, I would say top five. So, uh, Kofi Kingston at number nine. I'm okay with him being in the position of the top ten. I think he's right up there because of his run as the champion, um, and just simply because of the fact that he never really got to come back from that awful loss. You know, at the end of last year, yeah. uh, never really got to <laughs> do anything to no, avenge that. Him, no, they just um, thrust him into the tag. That's the one thing that came from the uh, the talking smack. Yeah. episode we watched last week is that uh, and Big E was right and I don't think Miz meant anything by it like no. they're, they're trying to make it into this racial thing and I, I don't believe it was at all No, but but Big E was right every time Miz lost his t- any title he's got an immediate rematch they threw Kofi into comedy skits the next week after yeah. he got crushed yeah, so, never even let him talk about hey you know do I get to uh, another chance? Yeah, so I'm so fine too, with it being too I, low. He's he's too low for me because he would have been my number six. No, I think that's just right for him. All right, I yeah, right I would say about that. Now this person's definitely, definitely too, I guess too low because this one should be if if not this one could should be number one in my opinion. That is the phenomenal AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, that was my that's my number five. So I'm gonna go too low. Too low. Yeah, I'm too low for sure. It should be. Number he should, I'd put him above those New Japan guys. Oh, for it, sure. It, at all easily, but I would put him in. I would put him above Moxley. Yeah, I, yeah. he's number one yeah, to me. I would. 
Um, that's, a fair, that's a fair. I would listen to that argument because he is phenomenal. Um, then we go down the list uh, real quick. We got Levin, Keith Lee, Brock Lesnar at 12, Omega at 13, which Omega Omega's too low. Yeah. Too no, low. Too low. Too high. Too high. Dude, I, I don't understand. Just like I guess you don't understand my hate for for Moxley and seeing. I don't understand the Omega. He's one of, probably one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen in my lifetime. But the problem is it all depends on what he – But he also has not wrestled a ton either. So, no, I mean, I guess that could factor he's into – he's not, he's not being booked as a star. And he's no, part of the right. booking team. You're so right. it doesn't make no sense. You're right. Here's the thing. I, the, the reason Omega, to me, is one of the best wrestlers in the world is because people keep telling me he is. <laughs> I have not watched I've never watched anything from Omega that made me think wow he is one of the best. I've never I've never seen anything. Even the matches from New Japan, agree. I've watched I've watched those. Okay, what very entertaining, but nothing that made me say he's one of the best in the world and certainly nothing from AEW since the beginning. I will agree has with you on that part. That Eddie Edwards does a better running knee than he does too. That's just so. my that's that's my fandom looking at this going, I don't see it. I don't see it. He doesn't entertain me. He kind of annoys me a little bit when I watch him. I will agree with you on the he hasn't done much since he's been an AW point. But before that, I, I just when, think he was When he right. makes his full on heel heel turn, we'll see if this but again, changes my opinion. But again, that's this fair. is this past years. Correct. Last year he might Correct. have been he's different on the list. So this Correct. is this past year. So who was the? Let me ask you this question because I know we're not going to be able to go through all five hundred. Who's the highest ranked Impact guy? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the first one on the list was Sammy Callahan. Um, I'm going to go real quick scan through. I believe though Sammy uh, was the first one, um, and I think he was at fifty. Well, Brian, well, what? In Brian Cage, but I'll, he had, it was no, but, but Brian Cage. Here, but, I would but, put Brian Cage as an impact guy. Yeah, because he didn't wrestle for AEW well, he was last slash year. Impact slash AEW. No, so this year he was slash. Last year Cage didn't wrestle in AEW. He just debuted but this they year. Go by, but it well, doesn't go not by a full 19. calendar year. It, it goes by from the last time it was released from last okay. October all the way to okay. October. Okay. So and they do have him ending. They do mention his impact run at the end leading up to he. Because he was the world champion right before yeah. he left in. I think Brian Cage makes so sense. So 50, 50, 51, uh, but again, 57 is Sammy Callahan. So right behind Ro- Ricochet. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, that's. Um, for the last year, I think those two make sense as the top two. Yeah. For yeah. impact, yeah. Um, and then you, because Sammy's got had an amazing, and he kind of took a backseat a little bit for a while, let Tessa do her thing, but now he's back up in the, in the run again. And after that, I Where's believe. Where's Tessa at? She's on the list, I'll tell you. After that, though, I believe it goes down to, uh, I think, Ka- uh, Callie Ray is the next one. The first, oh, no, Willie Mack. Willie Mack is at 68, which rightfully so. I agree with that. Uh, as far as him being up there. But Callie uh, Ray finished before Tessa, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Which, but also before any other women. I, I like well, Kylie Ray. Is this the first lot. year they allowed women in? Yes. Uh, yeah. So, which has kind of been the whole. I like Kylie Ray a lot. I thought last which, year. Which, well, I thought Becky Lynch was number one last year. No, Becky Seth Rollins was her. Her. her okay. The man's they man. had their own. Their the women's list. They they've okay. had the past. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. So this is the time they put them together. Which actually, in honestly, it, it's because of Impact Wrestling and Tessa Blanchard, because of them doing that. They mentioned they have an article in this about Tessa and about. Her being the reason for doing this from uh, from now on um, here, um, so 
Um, but yeah. I, I just, again, I like Kylie Ray. I'm a big fan. Tess is at 83. Kylie Ray was at 78. I, I still don't know. I don't know how you put Kylie Ray above Bailey, above Sasha, Charlotte, Oscar, Charlotte. I, above Rhea Ripley. I don't, I, 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 I don't know how you I'm do with that. you. I, and I love Kylie Ray, but I still, if you're going to put women on this list, and you don't put Becky Lynch as the first woman on that list. I don't. I don't know how that. Technically, we'll consider because this ain't signed anywhere. She her, her past year was Impact, so she's another Impact person. Um, then you've got um, um, next up Impact wise would be well. You got John Morrison, who was also both Impact and WWE at the same time the last year. Kind of like had that double, mm-hmm. but you know. Ace Austin was at ninety four. Rightfully, so he sh- I can see him. Being, he's been amazing. I can see him had an OVW match last year, at least one, yeah, or two. Um, uh, Killer Corian Cross was ninety six. So I mean, that's kind of a double impact switch over to NXT. Although he kind of mainly impact mainly for this one for his wrestling, yeah. But because if you think about it, he came in. It took him a while before he got on, before he got done. And they do mention his impact inform- stuff. Before, as part of this 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 uh, listing, there really quick, I, I'd like to point out the fact because I'm looking at him now as well. Uh, Moxley in 2018 was 106, 2019 he was number 20, and now he's number one. Another big jumper in the rankings was Adam Cole. He was ranked uh, number 18 last year and jumped up to number two. And, and, and I'm not saying Adam Adam should definitely be in the top five. I just don't. I just don't. Agree and Omega Omega was the big loser this year. But what was he this year? 11? 13. 13. He was eight last year and number one the year before. Um, next up, uh, let's see. Impact wise, or just just in general, people like Cole Cabana shocked me being 115. Believe it or not, I mean I like Cole Cabana, but I just I just figured him being further down the list. Yeah, he kind of um, took some time off from actually wrestling. Yeah. You know? Um, but did he though? Because he wrestled in Power. Do- he did do that, yeah. yeah. But he was also doing commentary uh, for <sighs> ROH. Correct. Uh, Daga at number one twenty nine. That's pretty good. I mean, uh, considering he just married Tessa Blanchard. Uh, well, <laughs> he got the Blanchard bump. <laughs> no pun intended. But um, but anyways, he's a, he's a great talent and uh, with Impact still. I've, I've never seen him wrestle a match. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Okay. Well, he hasn't wrestled since the pandemic either. Yeah. So. Um, Brian Pillion Jr. We talked about earlier is on the, on in the top one fifty, as in one number one forty. Very cool. Uh, Eddie Edwards actually was a little above that in one thirty two. I'm trying not to skip all the impact people, but um, so yeah, Brian Brian Pillion Jr. at one forty. I guess technically we can say since he's working with OVW, he could be an OVW guy too as well. But he talks about him working Warrior, AEW, um, and MLW. So um, Dustin Rose actually made 137. I love that. I, th- I think that's that may be too low, to be honest with you. I him. agree with you there. Um, Sean Spears at 144. Uh, Mr. Anderson shocked me in it because I haven't seen him do much this mm-hmm. year. So why he's at 143, I don't know. Um, but, you know, it is what it is there, I guess. Um, real quick, Elias at 155 should be higher, in my opinion. Sami Zayn at 156 should be lower. Uh, <laughs> um, well, he didn't wrestle much. Okay, can we can we talk about? I know, I, I know I'm interrupting you, but can we talk about the travesty of last year's PWI 500, where our our, our guest next week is on there as well? So back to back years that shows he was at 455 last year. What is he this year? We're 459. Gonna get, I 459. Yeah. But ranked one two two spots ahead of him last year in 453. David Arquette. 
Well, David You're Ar- telling me but hold on, that though. David Arquette is a better wrestler than no, Tony Gunn. No, you can but it, eat but my remember, some of these is about bleep. buzz and what they've done. That's what uh, you got And now, and then that's a good time because like the movie just came out this week. Yeah, the David Arquette. You can't kill David Which Arquette. Which is what he was doing last year to make exactly. the movie. Exactly, he was around, doing all these independent. He was shows all over the independent. So and I, he I'm was, looking forward to seeing the movie. And he was a draw because when he showed up, it sold out because people wanted to see David Arquette. But he shouldn't be ahead of Tony Gunn. No, I agree. I agree. But it's all about the buzz. It's all about the buzz. Um, Pillman was four eleven last year. What did you just say he was this 140. year? One forty. So wow. that's a big. That's Huge a big jump. jump. Uh, him, Trey. Yeah. Trey uh, is that one seventy one? Um, you know, we gotta go through a lot of these real quick. But I'm gonna get um, down to the first person I think listed. RVDs at one ninety two. Um, but I, I want to get down to some of the OVW guys. There was like four OVW. Well, actually, there was the first one was a was. Um, a woman, actually, the former OVW champion. I'm trying to find um, her listing here. It's um, Maxie Impeller was at 254. And uh, so, yeah, so, you know, OVW Women's Champion, I mean, that's pretty impressive compared to consider the fact that she hasn't been wrestling very long at all either. Um, so uh, you got that. Uh, and then as we um, keep going on and look, um, you know, you got um, Madman Fulton up the list, which has done an amazing job. At, he's at 271, and I believe he's going to be even higher next year. And also made some OVW appearances, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Cody Deeter, Cody Deener from um, from Impact is at 284. Uh, he's a talent that's been around for many, many years and just doing great. Yeah, he was work. on the list last year as well. Yeah. Um, Let's see here. Um, the first OVW person I think was mentioned. I'm trying to find what number they were, but it was Maximus Khan. Um, well, you tweeted it out the other day, or you retweeted it. Well, and they also they did. I believe they mentioned uh, Maxine Paler's uh, OVW Women's Title. They run did. Too, they did. That. Yeah. But Maximus Khan was the first OVW man. Second, I guess the first ma- male. To be mentioned, and I'm trying to again find the okay, number. Okay, here we are, right here. Uh, and this was something that Brian Cannon had put out. Maxi Impeller, 254. Justin Smooth, 434. Maximus Khan, 437. Oh, so Justin Smooth was higher. Okay, good, which it should be. Maximus Khan at 437, and Tony Gunn at 459. I would put that. Uh, I, I don't like. I don't like the order of that. I would put. I would put as much as I. And I think Max is too low. I would put Tony Gunn first. Then Max, then then Smooth, then Con, uh, and, and, Ma- and Tony, or J- Con. Tony or Smooth could be either one of those could be higher than what they are, and a you, wanna, lot. you can go and you can literally do what they do with a lot of guys, like they're, they're connected because those guys are kind of connected when it comes to their feud. You can go one and two, like one could be one forty four, one could be one forty five, or vice versa. Yeah, 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 like the uh, the um, two uh, New Japan guys that we talked about right, right, right. in the top ten. Well, and then right. later on, like you know, I think somewhere on the list, you've got like the best friends, and they're right next to each other, and a lot of tag yeah. teams will end up that way. Um, but even if you look at Maximus Khan, that's that's a good bump for him because even you know going into that match, he wasn't the original opponent in that match either. You know, Maxim, his brother was, and his brother got hurt. So um, that that's a nice little bump for him. You know. All right. So um, and then um, let's see here, real quick. Uh, Tony Gunn, we're going to be our host next week. We'll talk a little bit more about it. He's at four fifty nine. I think with him, in just my opinion, I think the pandemic. He got injured at the end of last year in his run as champion. That's fair. Uh, he was out for a while. Came back. Uh, got the title again. Then the pandemic. So I believe that he's had a couple stops where he would have been higher than that, in my opinion. But 
next year, you know, not to mention all also uh, getting some exposure on impact. All right. So, uh, yeah, exactly. And actually what I love about it, we'll talk about this with Tony next week, but he says currently could currently uh, could, excuse me, could certainly do well in impact wrestling down the road. So there you go. Um, Number 500 last year was Corey Storm. This year it's Dan the Dad, whoever that is. So <laughs> Dan the Dad. Uh, I think. Yeah. Now, isn't that a uh, an offshoot of Danhausen? Isn't that a maybe? Does he wrestle in the arena in Jefferson? I think I've seen that guy before. Maybe, maybe. maybe. All right. So, anyways, guys, we we'll have a lot. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that. I'm sure. You know, like I said, next week when we have Tony on as a guest, but. Uh, Oh, first of all, actually, before we go further, shout out to our sponsor, Colin Rebel. When you go to CollinRebelBrand.com, use promo code RINGSIDE, all capital letters, you save 10%, and you help the Ringside podcast out. And remember, we are the official podcast of OVW, so any tickets you purchase through OVW, um, through the OVWrestling.com, use promo code RINGSIDE, you save as well, and you're guaranteed your seat during this pandemic with the limited spacing and everything. And hopefully soon, um, some big announcements coming as far as OVW in the future. And I'm excited because lately it's been kind of a different, what should you say? Yeah. Um, different atmosphere. Different atmosphere, well, it's, sure. It's smelled a lot, for sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, um, anyways, guys, uh, thanks for listening. You can always you can get us on the Podcast Avenues, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, a TuneIn Radio app, or just go to ringsidepodcast.com, listen there, uh, Apple Podcasts, just anywhere you can get us. Just download and subscribe because you Absolutely. get the show ahead of the game before we release the link if you subscribe before everyone else out there. And also, leave us a five-star review as well on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate that. Or anywhere you listen or subscribe if they offer that. But Apple Podcasts really helps us out. So we appreciate that if you listen that way. Yeah. You can get us on the social media, the, the Twitter, the Instagram, and the Facebook, at Ringside Podcast. In the vision on Twitter, I'm at Daniel Spencer. I'm at Jeremy underscore CSZ. And I'm at Eric on the air. All right. So next week, guys, again, we have the current OVW heavyweight champion, Tony gun and man i think he's got a lot to say so i'm excited for it absolutely i'm all i'm always i'm always excited when we have the guys come in here i, I'm, I can't wait to see how they <clears throat> how they feel about our new setup because it is there we do have a lot of new stuff in yeah. the studio i can't i'm excited yeah and a new host yeah i was gonna Very say thrilled. well you didn't let me finish i was gonna say especially our, our new addition well, like i said the, now that you've added you know my name into the intro i tried to tell him I, a long i can't time get out ago. of this contract now it's no, not happening. you're in you know you know moxley likes to talk about control we spoke about that earlier yeah. that this is the real control diva right here he, you were oh. added today because he was ready to add you today that's right. oh that's what it is that's he makes us is. all fall in line here at ringside it's it's quite annoying Oh uh, yeah, well, I, you know what? Just for y'all, y'all's hard work, I'm gonna add another zero to your paycheck. Nice. Yes, Wait nice. A I love those zeros. <laughs> All right. How about two? I'm gonna add one more to the rent studio rental uh, invoice as well. So he adds the zeros to the it, beginning. Get it, <laughs> it balance out. All right, guys. In the meantime, in between time, until next time, you can catch us ringside or somewhere, right? <laughs> or somewhere. I don't, I don't know what my my. I, I gotta have a finish here. What's the finish? Uh, I don't know. We'll talk about it later. I think that was a finish. All right. See ya. (laughs)